a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, as we look at the cost of energy, <laughs> utilities, all of those things that uh, was such a fascinating look with uh, former Congressman Dennis Kucinich. Uh, and his book that really does read like a spy novel, but it is it is real. He lived it uh, as a young city councilman in Cleveland. Uh, but it does cause us to step back and look at, okay, where are we? What do we need to do? Of course, we've, we've heard a lot lately uh, as it relates to energy and the environment and carbon taxes and all of those kinds of things. And uh, so we went right to uh, the ultimate inside source on uh, this for the state of Utah, Tom Carter. He's the energy advisor to Governor Spencer Cox and the executive director of the Office of Energy Development. And he joins us now to talk about, one, where does carbon taxes really fit in that? And then what should we be looking at to make sure we are clean, green, reliable, and affordable uh, in terms of our energy? And he joins us on the line now. Tom, thanks for joining us on a Monday. It's good to be with you, Boyd. So we have heard a lot lately uh, about carbon taxes and uh, that that's the way to get the ship righted and so on. Uh, give us your perspective in terms of what's the role of carbon taxes and, and what is the better way? What's the Utah way to do this right? So I'm going to answer your question with a question, which, of course, is uh, the most terrible way to do these things, Boyd. But quite honestly, have we ever solved a problem by raising taxes? Um, and the answer to that, of course, is no. And that's where we sit. That's my biggest concern about these conversations around carbon tax is um, we've never taxed our way to a solution to a problem ever. And so when, when well-meaning people per, uh, say, well, let's, let's just tax this thing to death, it's never worked. And so we think that we need to have a real strategic conversation around innovation. We need to uh, encourage people to find efficiencies in their lives. Um, but we also need to be honest, right? And, and say, look, there, there are real issues around uh, climate change. There are real issues around what's going on in, in our climate, and we have a role to play and find solutions. But let's just not, be, uh, let's just not glob onto a, an idea that each idea that's thrown at us, let's figure out if, if things are, are viable. And so when it comes to a carbon tax, uh, let's let's call it what it is. It's an enormous tax on every individual. It is would be a significantly regressive tax on the poor yeah. where, where we feel that they put them in a position where they have to choose over paying their power bill or paying for food. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's packaged in this nice way by calling it carbon dividends. And, and that's just a false choice. So because where's yeah. that money going to come from to pay that dividend? Well, it's going to come from 
us paying t- significantly more taxes. Additionally, identifying what a true cost of carbon is, right now they're just talking about, uh, well, let's put it on our, our power plants or our, our refineries and our, our gas stations. But we also know that we take we use carbon um, and really fossil fuels in, in everything, the clothes you're wearing, the toys your kids play with. And so we'll just see an enormous increase in, in, in and it'll put us behind the eighth ball when it comes to international comp- uh uh, market-based competition. And so I, I'm not interested in just being Mr. No, yeah. right? Uh, I, I want us to find solutions related to, to, to being engaged in, in climate conversations. But I just think uh, a, a carbon tax is, is just not well thought out. Yeah. And, and I think uh, I appreciate the fact that you, you noted in there that it, these kinds of things are so punitive to the to the poor uh to the struggling to those that are just barely making it and getting by uh and that often we think oh well it's just a big power plant or it's just a big energy company or whatever they can handle it uh but we know all of those things end up impacting rates and and individuals uh and so i I appreciate that focus uh and i also appreciate the idea that hey this is not just about saying no to one thing it's it's about saying yes to some real innovation uh, that I know you've been looking at in your role that uh, Governor Cox has been looking at uh, in terms of ways that we might be able to do things just a little bit different. Yeah, you know, there are, we talked about this last time I was on the air, right, uh, about yes. um, the aggregation of marginal gains, but there are great programs out there to help people find solutions. And I think we we shouldn't sleep on efficiencies. Uh, the Energy Star program, for one, which is a federal program that's been a, adopted by the market, is a program that will help that helps reduce emissions, but also helps people save money. Right? If you adopt Energy Star appliances in your house, they will tell you how much money you will save on your on your utility bills every year through those appliances. Additionally, we'll be able to tell you what kind of environmental impact you will have. To me, that is a that's a huge win, right? So there yeah. is there are those that are interested in punitive uh, actions, and we're interested in in more carrot actions to say, okay, like, are there ways to to get us across the board? Additionally, the organizations that are investing the most money in research and development to turn our 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 green energy sector, our, our renewable energy sector, into durable energy, they're they're currently uh, working in the fossil in fossil fuels, the carbon based fuels. So if I are they going to have the money to? to invest in R&D if we're going to increase their taxes? Uh, I think the answer is no. I'd rather keep that capital available for investment in, in research and development to turn batteries into uh, to large-scale storage battery processes instead of just saying, okay, well, we want you to both pay significantly more taxes um, and research a significant amount of money in research and development. So we don't want to put people in these positions to make uh, these kind of choices. Yeah, and that, and that kind of innovation, and it seems uh, that Governor Cox has been sort of a, an all of the above. Uh, let's let's explore it all. Let's let the market drive those kinds of things. Of course, uh, uh, Congressman Curtis uh, has launched this uh, new coalition, Conservative Climate Caucus, to have the kinds of conversations I think you're you're talking about, and uh, those are all to me just very critical pieces of the puzzle. And, uh, Tom, we always appreciate your insight on this. And we know there's much more to come in terms of that innovation. And how do we how do we do it clean, green, reliable and affordable to make sure that uh, everybody wins in the end and that it's sustainable for our communities here in the state of Utah? Uh, But thanks for joining us today, Tom. Thanks for having me, Boyd. Appreciate it.
All right, and that's Tom Carter. He's the energy advisor to Governor Spencer Cox and the executive director of the Office of Energy Development. And these really are crucial conversations. Uh, uh, Tom pointed out, rightly so, that we often get presented the false choice uh, when it comes to energy and when it comes to being clean and responsible and being concerned for the environment and careful stewards of the land. Uh, I'm one of those who believes those are all compatible principles and we just need to change the conversation. So I always appreciate Tom Carter's uh, insight on that. This is another area where I think Utah can lead out and show that we can do it different and that we can do it better. All right, we're going to step aside for a quick commercial break. Don't go anywhere. You don't want to miss this next segment. Jenny Taylor is going to join us coming up next. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.